Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about regression testing. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, do software engineering teams run regression tests when the code is committed to the repository or they, or do they run it only when the code is, the code is merged to the master branch? Well, uh, I would say it depends on the team, like uh, some people don't even do regression testing uh, because all companies are different. Uh, that's why I like to tell people who ask me about testing and so forth. Uh, uh, before you start writing a bunch of tests and doing all this stuff, uh, it's always good to orientate, orient yourself, or, uh, do some orientation in your company to sort of check the waters, like what level of testing do they want. Uh, I've made that mistake many, many times, so take it from me, uh, guys. Do not start your first day by telling people how bad everything they do is and like how to like just like write better tests or do uh, mob coding and so forth and so forth. Most people are uh, uh, well. Let's just say that if you're you're not seeing a certain level of quality in the work process, it's most likely because of a reason. So you have to sort of check it out first and then you can come with some suggestions when you've figured out what the lay of the land is because as I said some people write tests and some don't and some people have like well basically a, a regression test uh, either after it's in master or before now of course in my personal opinion uh, the solution here is to do well, if you can only do one, then you should do it before you merge to master, because usually when the code is in master, well, then by that time, depending on how your deployment strategy is, uh, you can basically be in a state where your code can be released without uh, the, uh, well, you know, without the thing passing, unless you have like a release schedule, which you can have as well, which is another way of doing it. So an example would be if you have a continuous delivery process where you don't really do like cycle the releases or anything like that, uh, then it's a very good thing for you to make sure that you're checking each branch before it goes out, because then as soon as it goes into master, it's there is a, you know I'm not saying that you have to like instantly deploy as part of your setup, but once something is in master and you don't have a release process, then anything anyone could in theory release that into production and then it's broken, right? Uh, so then you really want to make sure that it's tested before it goes out. But if, as I said, if you have something like a release uh, process where, let's say, every Tuesday once a week, you sh you know the release train it goes out, right? Well, in that sort of scenario, then it's not so important. Then you might want to merge to master, and I've worked in processes like that, and that works also really well. You merge to master, and then before the like a day before the release or something like that, uh, you have people who do regression testing on the system, and then if they they find no bugs, then they basically freeze the release and then they push it out into production. That sort of strategy. Both of these things have like have feasibility, and I know that there are popular opinions about ways of doing things. There are so many ideas on how to do releasing. In, in like the most sustainable way uh, and the thing I like to say is that 
it very much depends on the problem space. It's hard to say that one is better than the other. The way that I usually do it is, uh, well, I, we have, I'm lucky, I'm not working on a, uh, at least not now, I'm not working on a project that has a need for like a scheduled release. Scheduled releases have a, like it's not just a bad thing, sometimes you actually have to have scheduled releases. A classic one is you're using an international product or something like that where you need translations etc etc that makes it very difficult for you to actually uh, release things whenever you want but I work in a project uh, where I can run a CI pipeline basically and continuously just push things out into master or push things out in production we like well, as soon as my teammates mer uh, me or my teammates merge to master we automatically deploy like immediately uh, and we had to get to that point uh, through setting some stuff up which I was very happy to see because usually when you don't do that the thing that always happens happens which is that like people don't do the release when you have to ask them to do it it's it becomes a chore but when you know the people are reluctant to push a button that makes them deploy into master they forget that a lot of the time or they are scared of doing it but when you do it this way as soon as they merge it's uh, it's already done it's already going out in production for us and so we have uh, both basically uh, we do regression testing in production and we do regression testing or rather we're setting that up now I'm still waiting for our QA to set that up because I've been asking for it for the longest time and unfortunately in my specific company I cannot do it myself because I am a busy bastard who has a million other things to do and hopefully I will have less things to do because unless this gets fixed soon I will fix it myself because it is very important that this happens and so both is this strategy that I recommend because the, the, the reason why I recommend both basically is because I hope we can all agree that it's a good idea for you to, let's say when you create a pull request or something like that, to run the end-to-end -end test or like your, I mean you're running your unit test hopefully as part of your, uh, of your, I am not assuming that you're using GitHub or something like that, as part of your pull request each time you pull, uh, you cr commit something and push it uh, to your uh, story branch, ideally you should run your tests to make sure that the, the code is still working. and end-to-end testing is a part of that and so if you can build and deploy your code and then run the end-to-end -end test then you know before you're merging that the thing is working but at the same time it's not a good idea in my opinion at the very least to skip doing it once it's in master I was as I said for me it's not like a, when in this scenario I'm talking about it's not just in master it's in production running your test in end-to-end -end test in production is a very good thing because even if your code was working while you were deploying it and then it made it into master you have tons of scenarios where the website can actually go down for all kinds of reasons so it's still good for you to go through and like actually check the functionality because it becomes I mean to me an end-to-end -end test is just a it's in many cases a better version of a health check that's how I look at it. It is like the best health check you can have. It's just that when you're testing in production, you have to be a little bit careful because you're actually clicking around on things and you might be simulating traffic and so forth. Uh, one classic one is that your product people will ha hate you because all of their metrics, so Google Analytics and stuff like that, become go haywire because you have this bot who does everything. And I always tell them the same thing. It's not a problem. If you 
just filter out the IP address of the of the bot you don't have to look at that traffic and then we can actually make sure that the system is working and then it turns out that they don't even know what that is which is a classic one because you know yeah uh, I have to know uh, developers need to, need to know practically everything about IT but the people who are supposed to manage everybody they don't even need to know the basics of the tools that they depend on in order to be quote-unquote data driven so what I want you to take away from this is that uh, well if you're asking me if teams are running end-to-end -end tests or regression tests before or after I would say it depends on the team some teams don't even do regression testing uh, it's uh, it it's a it's a depend it depends types of situation. My personal preference is to do it both. Uh, if you're using CI or a CD pipeline or something like that, because as I said, you want to practically always run things before. Because if you run them before, you know that you shouldn't be merging until this thing passes, and then you want to run it in production as well. In as my argument, because anything in production could break at any moment I mean your DNS server could be going down or your like uh, a third-party script could be breaking your page there's tons of stuff that is production specific so I think testing in production is a very good thing if you know how to do it uh, without a lot of uh, like hassle and stuff like that but as I said there's also situations where just testing once you merge to master is a perfectly viable solution a classic one is you have a release process that is like you schedule releases or something like that and then the release only happens uh, after the QA team or whoever does the testing has done their testing and then they do a freeze and then they release and which works as well have a great day